license. Oh, oh shit! This is the Super Tight Podcast. Welcome everyone, my name is Woody. On today's episode, I'm excited to talk with an illustrator and graphic artist and the super homie, Ray Piaz. Ray's worked with popular franchises like Star Wars, Stranger Things, and more with his Topps Trading Card Originals. He's also developed a core fan base online through his unique style and daily artwork. We talk about people stealing his shit. Yeah, people steal his artwork and claim that it's theirs. We talk about how technology has changed the illustration game, music, movies, and more on this episode of Super Tight. Check it out. Super Tight. I don't know if I've talked to you about this or a lot of people for that matter, but... There was a point in my life where I wanted to be a comic book illustrator. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I know that you're a big Wolverine fan. I'm a huge Wolverine yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was totally a thing when I was growing up. Uh, I was obsessed with the X-Men, Jim Lee, all these mm-hmm. comic book illustrators, Todd McFarlane. And uh, I went to Academy of Art in San Francisco one summer. Uh, I think it was in high school. Uh-huh. And that's where I started learning Photoshop and Illustrator and took some classes in how to draw comic book characters but I was fucking terrible (laughs) I couldn't get the proportions right the dude's hands were all fucking crazy looking like I just couldn't get it down at all so basically I'm just trying to tell you that I'm really jealous of what you do (laughs) that's funny I mean to me I think that a lot of us get started with like with comic books um I mean I I did like x-men I did like all that stuff but I think that for me, some, what resonated was like Image Comics, you know, like Spawn, like the Max, stuff like that. All I would do all day is literally just copy. Really? I would just copy them. The cover, I just copy the cover. Would you trace it or would you? No, I mean, I don't think so. I would just put it up, prop it up, and just try to. I mean, I'm sure if I were to look back at them, they weren't real copies, but I would try. I would try my best to like get, like, I remember like there was like this Spawn cover. You know, it's just him like up on a roof or something, all dark and everything. And I remember I was just there for like hours trying to get it right. And that's just that's just what for me was like, okay, cool. Like I I, I want to keep doing this. Well, that's how it. you learn. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to yeah. do the same thing with music. I used to remake Pharrell beats like Nelly Hot in here. That was made on the keyboard that I had growing up, and yeah. I literally made it sound for sound. The yeah. it sounded the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's probably like a way how you get a gauge for things uh for just for me like i thought that like okay i was like okay cool so like maybe it makes you think about it it makes you think like this is the proportions this is the the placement of of the character or whatever and you start to think about it without even really realizing it i guess and then i don't know well hopefully you start to do that on your own <laughs> yeah you know and stop copying <laughs> i think it's a a lot of people hate on copying but I think it's I think it's the way I think it's it's like you were saying how you learn. Uh, it's a toolbox. If you think of it as a toolbox, yeah. you have this arm and this mm. eyeball and these different things that you've learned to draw from different artists, different inspirations. Yeah, yeah. And when you come to make your own creation, it's a derivative work of everything you've funneled yeah. into your oh, life. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? To be honest, if you're like a legit artist, I don't think that 
you, when you speak from experience, you know that copying isn't bad. Um, now, the part that is bad, and this happens on a daily basis on Instagram all the time, is when you copy and you act like it's your own. Yeah, there is. I mean, and people have done it with me too. Like, like obviously they're like younger kids or whatever. But I'll, I've literally had people say, "Hey, bro, like I just saw your your someone draw your drawing again." So somebody and, just takes your art and says, "I did this," and, shit? Say, and they say that they did it. Yeah, and it happens all the time. Like really? all the time, to a bunch of artists. They're always calling them out, and that's what's not cool. Like if someone copies my stuff, that's cool. But don't go and say that it's yours. Right. It, and, and it's see, it's okay. Artists do it all the time, and big artists do it all the time, where they say, um, "I I was looking at Jim Lee stuff, and I was and I was copying his work, but it was for reference. It was for um, to study. It was like a you know an artist study, and, and they'll like tag him in the post or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It won't be like um, me pret- pretending I did it myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. That's crazy that people just steal your oh, shit. Dude, it, it happens all the time to artists all day long. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. So, what do you do? Well, I mean, it, it depends on the artist. The, what I, some people, depends on how much, how, how uh, offended the guy is. I've seen, I've seen artists posted on their, on their post, this guy stole my work. And then all their fans will just start going <laughs> at that guy, and then the, the 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 account will be down. They just seek the, tr- yeah. seek the troops on him. Yeah, and yeah. It, and it happens all the time. Um, the parts that have been really shitty is there's some people that have started to get their own following by just stealing art, and that sucks because because they they're getting like you know twenty thousand followers. Is it uh, an account that reposts art no, or just steals? No. no, flat out will act like this is their work. What? Yeah, they'll say they'll say like this is my drawing. I did this, and it'll be a flat out just like taken piece. And it's kind of weird because it's like if you're getting followers and they're liking your work, don't you think that they're probably artist lovers and they're gonna also find out that what what you're doing? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like. How are you brave enough to do that? But you'll normally see that they don't put their pictures up of themselves, so they know that the jig is going to be up eventually. So are they just stealing from one artist? No, I've seen or this, multiple. I, I've seen them steal from multiple artists, and they're just like, "I'm so diverse." Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's nuts. That, with me, it's happened with a lot. Um, it's happened a couple times with people that aren't as big. So. Um, I haven't really felt the need to be like, hey, you know, you're 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 you jacked my my stuff yeah. because it's like, I mean, they have like twenty followers. It's like you know, it's not worth it. It's yeah. not worth it's not worth you know causing any issue or anything. Now, if I saw they had twenty thousand followers and I'm like, oh shoot, like you're just jacking to make some extra cash or something, that's not cool. No, you know? not at all. So, damn. Yeah. I can't believe people do that shit, man. They do it, it. It happens way more than than it should, <laughs> for sure. Um, how did you start drawing? Did you just come out of the womb and with a pencil, no. or like what? How did you start drawing? For, it's funny because I think people always say, "Oh, it's like a God-given talent," and for me. I think that maybe like like there's there's like certain artists that know how to like visually see things better. They have a better eye for things. They have that better maybe like brain 
to to hand connection we're like you know whatever but at the in the end i literally think it's overall just practicing just literally drawing just literally so you're, doing. so you're saying there's still hope for me to draw a wolverine <laughs> <laughs> there is there is <laughs> all right i got to start i got to start digging in again cuz i'm telling you my wolverine looks so terrible <laughs> terrible like how do you draw a comic book character's junk you know oh yeah how, like what do you do there see to to be honest <laughs> i think that like when it comes to like stuff like that like uh humans drawing humans drawing people the thing that really helped me out was when I went to school. I went to Fullerton College, and they, um, my my buddy was like, "You gotta be, we, we gotta take some figure drawing classes." Some finger figure 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 figure. Okay, yeah, like anatomy. <laughs> like anatomy. anatomy. <laughs> finger painting. <laughs> You're like, I'm sign me up. <laughs> Tight. Um, and I was like. Bro, like the only time I've ever seen strangers naked is like at a strip club. Oh, so it was like real shit like that. Oh, yeah, like yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Just anatomy based drawing. Oh, yeah. And like I was kind of nervous. I was kind of nervous. But, anyways, took the class. It was insane how much I learned with, with that. Just because you're like, just drawing like 15 seconds, you know, 20 seconds, like a, a minute at the most, or five minutes actually is like the most that they'll stay posed. And um, you have to like, sometimes you look at your page and it's just a bunch of scribbles. And um, the teacher just wants you to like get as much information that you can down. Really? Without, so they, they don't pose very long at all. No, like, yeah, I, I mean, I, it's funny because I think that towards the end of the semester, they'll pose for like 15 minutes, I think, if I remember correctly. But um, you get so used to drawing fast in that class that um, 15 minutes, you're like, okay, like you're, siddle, you're sitting like twiddling your fingers, like what do I do now? So, so the idea is you should be able to kind of uh, get a base and then flesh yeah. it out later. Oh, later, like, yeah, yeah, right, way. Because right. that's, I think, one thing that I had a problem with, uh, and I still actually do, like I struggle with it, is you want to get to like the details so fast. You want to like, want it to start looking like what you want it to look like. Um, and in reality, what you should be doing is, is making a structure and yeah. and like building it. You know, at, at the beginning, it's gonna look like like crap, and then you start to add the details later. Right. Um, so, and it's basically that you learn that, and also you learn that just drawing, 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 drawing. That's what that's the thing that that got me to like to get better was the fact that like in in one. Um, in one class, a, a, a day, the um, we would draw like sixty different poses. Really? Before that, I would never draw that many in a At day. All, ever, you know? yeah. yeah, like maybe sixty a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like so just draw, and that's what that's what like I talk to like I hang out with like a lot of friends that are also illustrators and stuff, and um, we always get that question. We're like, you know, what do I do to get to like your your? And it's like I wish that there was like a like a like a key and say like, oh, you got to buy this pencil and buy this pad. When in reality, all it is, is just drawing every day. Crazy. Like just drawing every day. And yeah. like, I mean, I guess you could take classes, take this, take that, little tips. But in reality, just draw. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I'm guessing it's like anything. I would assume so. But there's people that have a different perspective on that as far as, um, I've had arguments where no, you're born with it, dude. 
No, dude, it's Maybelline. You're not born with it. It's the makeup you put on your face. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. I, I, with my experience, I don't think that's the case. No. But, I mean, I, I know that some people have like a little bit more of a, like it's a little bit more easy for them to get to, like, like I know one guy and it's funny because he, uh, he hit me up when uh, he had barely started his Instagram account and he's like, you know, just asking me like different questions. And now he's like around 60,000 followers hmm. basically because he has draws every day and just posts every day, multiple times a day. And he's good. Um, well, I come to find out he didn't start drawing till he was in college. And, um, he just said he really wanted to do it. And so he just started drawing every day in college already. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, he started drawing in college? That's crazy to me. Even I have a friend that I went to school with. Um, he was going for graphic design. And he just found this passion for mechs, which is anything like a spaceship, like a robot. Uh. It's, um, and, and that's all he liked to draw is like robotic things and all that and tanks. And he just started posting on his IG and he just got so good. He's, now he has this huge following. And he's like, dude, like I met him like six years ago. Wow. So he's really only been drawing for six years. But the thing is, is that you could start at any age, but you just got to really put in work. You like, do. You, yeah, absolutely. Like every day. When know? did you start? To be honest, 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 um, maybe around... Okay, there's there's more to this, but around 2011, hmm. um, because during high school it was for fun. Out of high school, you know, college years, I was like, you know, like this is it's just going to be a hobby. So I would draw maybe like three times a year, maybe do maybe do like three drawings a year, Whoa. and it was like that for a lot of my twenties. I would draw like. Maybe ten drawings a year, you know, whatever. It was like that. Um, and then around 2011, um, I, I went back to school, and um, I was kind of going for graphic design, um, print technology, and all that. And then I just started like surrounding myself with other illustrators, just by chance. And then I started seeing how they were kind of making it work, and and I was like really started falling in love with like illustration and all that stuff again, and it just got my passion up again for it. And and ever since then it's been like like kind of like full force ever since then. So damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now like I I try to literally draw something every day just for pure practice. It's like working out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And 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 I know that it would never go completely away, but if you don't do it, you kind of start to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like muscles. You do. I mean, at least I do. Yeah, that's the way it is for me. So I have to constantly be like, you know, working at it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So the community that you kind of built mm -hmm. with other illustrators really pushed you to like further yourself and, yeah. and push yourself to do it more. And I think that other, I, I was lucky that I I, I came across uh, a few people that were like, dude, you got something, and you need to like, you need to like work at it. You mm -hmm. need to. Um, you need to do something with this. And I was like, really? I was like, I, for a while, I was like, no, nah, I don't think so. And then I kind of started slowly giving it more of a chance and more of a chance and more of a chance. And then luckily, like a lot of the, the, the jobs I've gotten and everything were because people were like, 
dude, I want to hook you up with this. I want you know, or, or this or that or this, whatever, because they like my work. Yeah. Um, and it just slowly just started like actually doing actual work for it, as opposed to just doing it for fun. Yeah. You know, that's cool. So, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never talked to you about this, but the spina bifida. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How is that? Well, can you explain what that is, and then how that kind of could have contributed to your path in, in the yeah. illustration world. Um, okay, so spina bifida is basically, uh, I mean, I, there's more to it, but I know that it's basically like your back isn't fully formed when you're at birth. There's different variations of it. Um, so I was born with that. And um, I think that your back is exposed and nerves, endings get damaged and so on. So throughout my whole life, I've always had problems with my back and the way I walk, and that, pretty much it. Like, you know, my legs and my back. Yeah. Um, as far as as far as I don't know how it affected my art or how it it went towards my art, but I know that it was. It's always been an, an escape for me. Yeah. It's always been like you know I wasn't able to play sports. I guess I wasn't able to do a lot of things physically that. Um, that I could, I guess, kind of imagine or put in like some my more of like my imagination with my drawings and illustration and and show like creativity and show what I could do. I guess as opposed to like someone that played like baseball yeah. and was like good at that, I always like found like strength in being artistic and creative. So maybe that I mean yeah maybe if I didn't have maybe I would have never really fully followed through with the art thing maybe yeah I don't know because yeah. I mean no matter what happens as long as I got my hands I I could do it yeah, <laughs> I could yeah, you know, exactly. continue to do it so. I always I always think about that like damn what if I just lost my hearing or something or my fucking <laughs> well, I, 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 like what would I do I don't know what well, I would do okay uh, tell, yeah. tell, uh, this is awesome and I don't quote me exactly on it but there's this artist named Frank Frazetta he was an a, a painter. He did like Star Wars paintings. He 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 was a big deal. I think he was friends with uh, George Lucas and all that stuff. He was from the seventies and all that. Well, I mean, I mean, he was. I think he did like illustrations for Conan the Barbarian. All oh, stuff. tight. Wait, he did the the I think the Conan I with think, Arnold. I think so. Don't quote me on it, but I think so because he did That's that cool. kind of. That was his kind of style. Yeah, I'm not. Completely sure. That was like low key comic book meets traditional oil yeah, painting. Yeah, well, something, that, he did all right? oil paintings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, in like the eighty or I think eighties, I don't know for sure. He had a stroke, mm. and his whole like right side with, with which is what he drew with and painted with. Um, he couldn't use it anymore. Whoa. Well, this dude taught himself how to paint with his left hand. Holy shit! And was and, it? It was it much different than? No, and it was it was great. No like he, way. He was same. I mean, like, I mean, what I've seen in like documentaries and like what they say. I mean, I mean, I mean, dude, I couldn't do that. That's <laughs> I mean, nuts. This, yeah. this guy was like amazing. I don't know if I could do that though. Like, I don't. But know I, I think at the, at the same time, if you're forced to, yeah, if you're forced, yeah, yeah. to do it, yeah. it goes back to that that precedent of just practicing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's still coming from your brain. Yeah, it's looking at it's, yeah. it's still... But. Yeah, and I, and I think that for me, like, like there's a, a, a desire to, like, draw. So I think that I just feel like, fuck, like, I, I got to do it somehow. Yeah. You know, so... I'm, you would yeah, have to. Yeah, you'd have yeah, to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, one way I am now is that, like, there's days, like, even today, like, I know that it's a Friday, 
Um, I'm not really like focused <laughs> on like wanting to go out to for drinks. Exactly. To me, I'm thinking, damn, I can't wait to get back to my sketchbook and like sketch. Totally. It's like a desire you have, you know, because your passion. It's a passion, and I also feel like it's when you were saying escape earlier. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you get the same sensation, but I lose track of time. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, my yeah. body and all my senses, and it's like I'm in a different world. I, I I'm like. Holy shit! It's already four p.m. Like yeah. what? I've been sitting here since eleven, yeah, and yeah. whoa! Yeah, yeah. It is an escape, and it is like I mean, everybody has stress. I don't know anybody that doesn't have stress. There's always things going on in people's lives. For me, um, when I'm drawing, it really clears my head. I really like. I don't know, it helps me chill. It helps me not. It's like a comfort zone kind of thing. It's like meditating. Yeah, yeah, it is. In a lot, like. In a respect, it's very much like meditate, like a deep meditation. Yeah. Um, and I thank the universe every day because I have that. Mm, if yeah. I'm stressed out, if I'm feeling some type of way or however, I I can just dive deep yeah. into this creative realm and yeah. forget about the world in a way. I, I always wonder, people that don't have that, right? What like what do they do? Like you know what I mean? Like like I like I know some people that they don't have any creative outlets. They don't have uh, like even much of interests. And it's like, what do you do? I guess if you you could look at it the other way and and say if you don't have it and you never really knew the other side of the yeah. coin, then you wouldn't really miss you, it. Yeah, you really would have missed it. Yeah, something. you're right. You're right. Um, but I am I'm very grateful that I have that. Oh yeah. Oh same here. It's it's amazing. Um, and going going back to being jealous of you again, um, let's go into what you've done as far as working with Tops and working with Star Wars and all these different uh, intellectual properties that you've had the the pleasure to draw. Uh, yeah, so I, I do the um, like the special edition uh, cards um, for Tops, and I'll I do like the um, I, I basically with Tops, they have different projects. Like they have Walking Dead, they have uh, Star Wars, they have Stranger Things now. And those for those listening, Tops is a really popular card company. They made baseball cards when I was growing up. They make all these different yeah uh, th- th- types of cards. They're like I, they're I, from what I from what I've read. I think they're like the first and like the biggest. Yeah. Um, as far as the um, me working with them is uh, I have a, I had a friend that was doing them too, and he like hits me up and says, "Dude, like your work would be great for this, right?" And I was like, "Oh, like I'm I'm like at this age and at this point." I just take like when things come my way. If I'm intimidated or not, I'm like I'll do it. It's the best way to do it. Yeah, I'm yeah, like I'll do to. it. And I'd rather fail. And trust me, I've failed with um, like a upper deck. I did an upper deck thing. Completely failed. Upper deck is another card company. If you're yeah. listening, it's yeah. not shitting in the top of the toilet <laughs> <laughs> at a party. Just just to, just to clear that up. He's not talking about giving upper deckers at parties. He's, no, no, no. Yeah, no, um, no. So that. Uh, but but okay, so I, I I got contact or I I, I got contacted by by Tops because he gave them my information. They said they like my work, all this stuff, um, and they were like, okay, uh, our first the first that you're gonna work on with us is for Rogue One, and it was really tough because so your first thing off rip 
was a Star Wars movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they were <laughs> like, and they were like, you're technically working for Lucasfilms too because your all your work gets approved by their whoever approves the you know approves uh, artwork. Yeah, and because it's all licensed, it's not like it's not like some small little thing that. That they don't know about, they they know that, that it's licensed, it's official, and I was like, okay, and um, they were like, but you have eight days to do a hundred by hand. What? Yeah, one hundred, a hundred, eight days, eight days to do by, <laughs> and I was like, holy shit! And by hand is the important part there yeah. because, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. digital. Is a little bit easier on the workflow side of things than actually drawing on physical paper or cardstock or whatever they had you drawing yeah, exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah. If I mean, it's, yeah, digital for me. That's why, like, now I try to take the time to to sketch by hand. But digital, you could do a lot of. Not, not, I wouldn't call it cheating, but you could do a lot of shortcuts, so you could get to to the end result faster. Yeah. And. Um, and so yeah, I I could I, I wouldn't have been as intimidated if it was digitally. How did you do that in eight days? Oh, dude? I, this, this was my which probably wasn't the best. And that's uh, when I started doing math because <laughs> because I had to stay up for eight days straight, and that's the only thing that would work. Dude, I mean, I, if it was there, I probably would have. <laughs> um, the the thing that I did, which I mean. This is coming from some from from someone that didn't know what my schedule should have been like for this. And um, so, okay, so this is the way it worked. I think they wanted twenty plus original illustrations. Meaning, there. Let's say I say I drew Chewbacca. Um, what I was going to do is I had to do twenty five of those in in like two days or something. Scan them. Uh, uh, send it to them, and then they would approve them. And it would be like the same drawing ish over and over again. For no, those no, 20? no, no. It would be different like, poses. It would, and different... it would be like Chewbacca. It would be. Um, it would be. I mean, I forget the names of. I mean, I like Rogue One, but I forget all the names of the characters. And uh, it, it could have been the same character, but it had to be a different pose. Gotcha. So, which is even crazier. Yeah, yeah. Holy and, shit. And, and then, mind you, there wasn't much in, uh, uh, out there yet. It was before the movie came out. Whoa. So we we couldn't use anything that wasn't wasn't like officially released. Yeah. Um, so if there was any character that came out that was like leaked, we couldn't use that. Um, but anyway, so so I had to do twenty five different characters or different poses, right? Send them out. They were approved by Lucasfilms. Then after that, I would have to by hand duplicate the ones that were approved. Whoa. So basically, how many usually came back? Out, so you submit twenty. It was like it was like twenty five, almost thirty. And then and then they would say we like these fifteen or something. No, or no, they, they or... liked all of them except for one. No shit. And I totally was. Yeah, you're right. It was one of um, I forget what his name is. He was the guy that played the. Um, he had the fro at the end. They shaved his head off. I forget he he's that act really cool actor. in Rogue One or, or in Rogue One in Rogue One and he ha- kind of has like a that real actor has something up with his eye a little bit oh uh, Forrest Whitaker Forrest Whitaker okay. yeah yeah so I drew Forrest Whitaker I drew him with the fro at the beginning of the movie and then later on I drew him with no hair at all and I'll be honest it wasn't my best yeah like it was illustrated nice you know I did watercolors I went all out but. 
it wasn't a good look. And Dude, so, you have to, I mean, out of 20, they didn't yeah, like one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, your yeah, batting yeah. percentage is crazy <laughs> at that point, dude. That's great. Yeah. I, I mean, I was pretty stoked and yeah. and I haven't had anything rejected ever since. Plus, that's but, a really good story if you ever meet Forrest Whitaker. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, uh, dude, I did this really shitty drawing of you, bro. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not going to show him that for sure, ever. Um, but then, but then, it was game on the second I got that email back and they were like, okay, get to it and finish and duplicate them till you reach 100 total. So the 19 or 20 or however many drawings initially, those were then duplicated to make the 100. Yeah, yeah um, which I have done 100 all originals, mm-hmm. but for this set that they were doing, they've never, they haven't asked for it again. They wanted duplicates for some reason. I don't know why, but they wanted duplicates. They wanted two or three of each That's illustration. Cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the, the part that was kind of hard was that, um, the, you know, they approved that look, and so you couldn't really waver from it. You know, they wanted like if I did Princess Leia or whatever, they would want her to look like that for those other two duplicates. They yeah. don't want like color changing. They don't want variations of it. And these are cards, so they have a normal. Um, you would buy a pack of cards, and then your insert would be actually one that you drew. Yeah. That would be placed within these. You could potentially get them in a pack. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. All over the world, I guess. Which yeah. is amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I and I didn't know this, and I had no idea about this. Um, the second I started doing it. All these people that I know were like, "Oh my God, I've, I, I used to be a big fan of those, and I used to collect those, and I used to try to get those." And and then I started seeing all these like Facebook communities and hardcore collectors of these cards that like will literally go all over their town to just buy the full boxes, really, to try to get one from each artist that's like in that set or whatever. Whoa! I I, I didn't I, I honestly didn't couldn't believe it. That's I amazing. Believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool that you got to do that and work yeah. with Star Wars. Yeah, no, the best I, intellectual property yeah. ever. Yeah, and with them, I only choose to do things that I, I am uh, interested in. So, like, I always pass on The Walking Dead. I used to be a fan of The Walking Dead, but not so much, not at all anymore. So I'm kind of like, if my heart isn't in it, I, I'll just be like, you know what? I'll pass on this. Yeah. But then I was a big fan of Stranger Things, so I was like, sign me up. Oh, you did Stranger Things too. Yeah, yeah, I did Stranger Things for them. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, it's, that was really cool, really fun. Um, at this point now, I'm able to choose how much I want to do with them. So like, they they say, okay, well, you know, average is like a hundred, but if I want to do thirty, I could just do thirty. That's you know? amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So it just depends on how much I want to do, and I'm kind of finding a sweet spot. For me, I'm not too happy with trying to like put work out there that I'm not that I'm not happy with, and I know that like if I do like a hundred, a hundred, I'm gonna have a lot that I'm not happy with. It's gonna spread you too thin. Yeah, yeah. and so I'd rather just put my focus on less and have work out there that I'm really proud of. Absolutely. So that's kind of what I focus on now with with them at least. So. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what are you working on right now that you're very excited about? Well, I just got. Um, asked to do I didn't know anything about this and um, I, I'm i still kind of like wow like th- th- it's, it's pretty cool but there's uh, I guess these official art of books um, with like where they get like other known artists and they do this like compilation books right and they're like official so like uh, for instance I got I got I got asked to do um a Stranger Things um, 
be a part of the Stranger Things book. It's it's with Netflix. It's with um, Stranger Things, and it's basically like I don't know, like fifty different artists or whatever. And you get the book, and there's all these like um, fan art. So but cool. it's like really, uh, you know, it's, it's like a coffee table book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and cool. so, um, I got that, and they also said, well, could you do um, or also do. Um, uh, for Ghostbusters, the 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 first one. Yeah. So they're they're doing a book with ghost for Ghostbusters. The OG Ghostbusters. The OG one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think because like they're thinking of doing like a, there's a new one that's coming out. You yeah. know. Um. So I don't know if they're coming. So that's what you, I guess Universal or something like that. I'm not really sure who the whatever. But they all have these are all like official. And the beautiful thing about it is I love it when people say. We want you for this, and we want you to do your thing. Yeah. We, you know we don't want you to do. Um, this style or that style. We want you to do your style, and that's that's what we want. Yeah, and that's like that's kind of like a, a relief because you're not trying to like necessarily, you know, you know, do something that you're you're that you're not or be someone that you're not. So, so those are the two projects, and then I got asked to be a part of um, an, another Knott's Berry Farm project, which I've done two uh, art shows with them. And um, they're they want me to do it, the third one, so that's in. And a lot of this stuff is due in March, so I, I gotta <laughs> crank this stuff out. Yeah. Time to break out the meth again. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so those are like the three probably bigger things that I'm working on right now. That's amazing. Yeah. Did you did you say, yo, I will do the Stranger Things, but. <laughs> You got to show me season three <laughs> right now so I can get some inspiration, dude. I wish. I wish. Uh, I love that show. Oh, God, I love it. I love that show. That's cool. And you can draw it in your own style, mm-hmm. which is something that you've been working on forever. And using all those different, we were talking about the toolbox metaphor earlier of getting these different inspirations and molding yourself into what you are and what you're putting out from those motivations, you know, mm-hmm, and inspirations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you've come to a point where you've honed in on your style. And it's awesome. I mean, I go look at your Instagram and it's just like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's inspiring, dude. It's awesome. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, uh, like even on my Instagram, I, I try to like mix it up a little bit just because uh, I think that's the best way that I learn. Um, with my pieces, though, let's just say I, for shows, I try to keep them cohesive. Um, for the longest time, I think that, including me, a lot of people try to say like, "Oh, what's my style? What's my this? What's my that?" I now I just try not to think about it and not and just kind of try to think what is something that visually I, I'll like, and uh, not overthink it. Not like I, with the Stranger Things piece for, that I'm gonna do, it might not be like groundbreakingly different or anything, but in my head. It's gonna look cool to me, and that's all that matters. Are they like you can just draw whatever you want from Stranger Things, or they give you a scene or a specific? No, thing? no. The, they they said draw anything that's kind of related to season one. Mm. Um, and it could. And, and the cool thing with them is that they're saying you could really put any scenario up that you want. It could be like. Eleven, like you know, with the demigorgon, like hugging the. Dem- it could be anything, like yeah. funny. It could be anything. Be cool. Anything. <laughs> it could be anything. So that's what's cool about it. As opposed to like, for some reason, with uh, tops, um, they had strict guidelines and they said no, nothing with Winona Ryder. They were like, sh- for some reason, she didn't sign off on any work for tops. I don't know. I don't know what it was. 
but they were like nothing with her at all. Nothing that's related to her. And I was like, oh shit, okay. With this one, there's not that restriction. I could do anything. So. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you're drawing, um, I know a lot of movies and TV shows and stuff influence your art. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is there, do you have a TV on in the background or do you have music playing or are other art forms inspiring you while you're doing it or do you just do it in silence? How do you make your stuff? I, I try to put something on that I don't really care about too much. When I'm doing like a digital piece, I'm normally like on my bed uh, working, working on my, my uh, tablet and I'll, um, I'll have like random YouTube stuff on. Whatever, that, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It could, be like right. an, it could be like a tutorial for art. It could be, a, it could be anything. Is it, it normally art-based or does it matter? No, it could it be a no, movie review or whatever? Yeah, it could be a movie review. It could yeah. be um, some kind of like news thing. I don't know. It could be anything that yeah. doesn't need my attention. And I just let it go. Like I just let it play. And um, that way I'm more focused on here. That's just noise. Uh, but when I'm doing like like I do a lot of like for all my, like my own time I'll do like watercolors and stuff like that. Um, then I'll be at my desk and for some reason then I'll have some random music playing. Really, I don't know why. It's just I've just noticed that's like my interesting my thing. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So digital with blah in the background yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. What kind of music do you normally listen to? Oh, God, I'm like all over the place. I'll listen to like. Like metal to like classic rock to um, to uh, oh like all like eighties I love eighties and then I'll listen to like forties like Bing Crosby or something like that. So if you listen to um, if you're doing the Stranger Things piece and you're listening to some eighties retro vibe music that fits with that aesthetic, do you think that affects the drawing? If you had that on, yeah. Opposed to drawing a demigorgon, listening to like metal, you're just like demigorgon. <laughs> you think that would affect your end result? You know, I, I don't know because what I do, and I do this in the car, I do this uh, in my room, uh, at my desk, I do it um, where I just have my 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 uh, my Spotify on. On a random or whatever. Yeah. If anything, I just skip stuff. So it'll be like shot A one second, and then it'll be like as I lay dying the next second. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You should do an experiment and just uh, I know, right? And just stick with one genre and try to draw something yeah. very pretty while listening to shot A or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Put on only metal to draw some dark yeah. shit. Or... I, I wonder if that would make a difference because I've never, I've never, you know how like I mean, I, I mean, I guess the average person. I'm guessing, says, you know what? I feel like listening to some this, some that today. And I've never been that way. Yeah. Like if I get in the car right now, I won't choose something. I'll literally just put random. Whatever Always. comes on. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just go on my Spotify and, and go on shuffle. Put, it, put, it, put shuffle. I think it's just because it takes us, it takes so much cognitive energy to think about what to put on yeah. because there's so many options you, now. You know, you that's know? exactly, okay, this is like a weird analogy, but I don't like going to spaghetti or not spaghetti factory. Um, uh, uh, what's that place? Not spaghetti factory, the other factory. Oh, cheesecake factory. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that menu is like extensive. Yeah, it's like insane. <laughs> where I'm just sitting there for like an hour thinking, like, what am I gonna get? We have 174 <laughs> types of cheesecake. We have 
white pasta sauce. We have red pasta sauce. We have vodka pasta sauce. The dude from Forrest Gump that oh, was naming yeah. off Bubba, naming yeah. off the different types of shrimp for every type of food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I, I feel like when there's restaurants like that or anything like that, you're, you just end up being like, okay, I don't know what the hell I'm going to get. Right. And so it's kind of like with music too. It's kind of like for me, it's like there's so much that I like that it's pretty rare that I'm like, I really want to listen to this today. Uh. I mean, it happens, but typically I'm just going to play it randomly, you know, whatever. And if I don't like it, I'll skip it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I've been listening to um, Focus Waves, which isn't really even, it's music, but it's mm-hmm. more ambient music. Oh, okay. When I'm um, working at my desk on something that's, um, it might be like graphic design or something like that, I'll just put on this, this meditative sort of music. Yeah. And it really helps me hone in on what I'm doing and lose myself opposed to, and I think it's because I'm a musician where if I'm listening to music, I'm trying to break down how it's made and what their sounds are using and how they're doing it. You You know know what I mean? That's, that must be tough. I mean, I don't know if it's, because like, Oh, it is tough. Because if, when you're working on music, I mean, I guess, I mean, I don't know if, if if having t- the TV on affects it, absolutely does. If, if you can't have other music on, because that's drowning yeah. out the one you're working on. Visually, I get it's inspired by visuals. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If the lighting is a certain way, um, I have a bunch of photos on my wall that kind of inspire me. Words inspire me. Yeah. If you say make something that's dark and edgy, uh-huh. I immediately have something in my head that. Uh-huh. That should sound like wow, um, and that's it. Does I, I think it really affects me more because I venture into these different mediums. I think video affects me, audio affects me, wow. um, visuals, words, all that shit. See, that's I think that like for me when I think of um, like video or music, it's like one of those things where like I've never done it. So you 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 kind of wonder like where does where do they, where do they start like yeah. where do these people start because like we have like a mutual friend and and also does music and it's like I I'll listen to his stuff your stuff and it's like dude I couldn't I don't even know it's where it's the I would same be. thing for art if yeah. you went to a gallery you would you would be ripping apart anything yeah. that was watercolor you would just stare at it and say. Yeah. I know exactly what size brush they used for that, and I know how they did that, and I know how they did that. Ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't perceive it the same way as I would yeah. because of your, you your know, skill set. That's why I think that whenever I see someone that does videos, that does um, uh, music, or anything with words, I'm like always impressed hmm. because those are the three things that I don't feel like I'm good at. And, and, and not only that I'm not good at, I like I haven't really because like we said practice never practiced it to, yeah, so yeah. E- even with words like I, I hate putting words on my Instagram <laughs> oh really and, and I do I'll do put I will put something because it's important that people want to like get some insight but like even putting words together on like a Instagram post is like oh gosh but you don't have to do that I think it's important to find a medium that works for you and then just go super hard on that medium yeah yeah. Um, I don't. I don't want to be a music. I don't want to be an artist like mm-hmm. a musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, but doing this podcast is really easy for me because I just get to talk shit with creative people mm-hmm. like yourself. So the medium is really an important part of that. Yeah. You, you're a visual artist, yeah. so 
you don't necessarily have to write captions. Yeah, yeah. I guess. You know, I mean, it's the, good to, but the, I think that because the, the reason I feel like it's important sometimes, not all the time, like not every post, but I think that, um, like the the posts that that um, that's like people have kind of gravitated to or like have had the most reaction to are always the ones where they uh, relate to or they could like relate to me. Like the other day, like I, I, I did a sketch of this little um, boy s- saying goodbye to his like imaginary friend, his imaginary monster friend, right? Yeah. And I literally just put like um, saying goodbye to like, Im- your imagination or something like that. And I said, you know, do you guys did you guys ever have an, like an imaginary friend when you guys were young? And I had like a bunch of people just like commenting on it and like like saying, oh yeah, I did, or no, I didn't, or oh, I wish I did, stuff like that. And I so I feel like it is important, but at the same time, it it doesn't come supernatural to me. It doesn't right. come like na- I'm not one of those people that just could like blurt things out in a very beautiful way or a very elegant way. With me, it's just like a bunch of like jotted like thoughts. It just goes <laughs> back to practice, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You does, just gotta keep does. doing it. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I think that I do. And I, as far as illustration goes, I've been thinking about this lately a lot. And I have friends that will, like, I don't know. I don't know if when you were drawing, uh, people always used to do things where they'd go like, "Oh, I'm gonna put my, I'm gonna put the the hand in the pocket," or "I'm gonna like not draw any feet on it." Yeah. And it's like I always tell people like those times that you actually push yourself to do the the thing that's hard, is the time that you learn. How to actually do it? Absolutely, you know, or, or get better or whatever. So to me, I uh, if I'm struggling on something, I will not not do it. I, like if I, I'm struggling with a, a pose of a hand, I'm like, nope. You gotta draw that hand like fifty I, times yeah, to get I, it down. Yeah, dude. I got to just do it. And if not, it's gonna be on my brain all night. Really? That I didn't get it, or that I, uh, <laughs> there's no way that I'm gonna that I'm. You're gonna, like laying in bed at like four a.m. <laughs> like. Yeah, that fucking thumb. No, no, you know what's happened, and this has actually happened. I'm literally laying there, and I'm, I'm like, okay, I erased it. I'm done. And then I lay down. An hour later passes by, and then I'm like, oh, I got it. Turn on the light. Turn, get 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 to my my my, my pad, and just go to town. So, are you a a night creator or a morning creator? Which you know, ah. Uh, and this is gonna sound creepier than I mean it to be, but I think about you a lot. <laughs> okay, I think we're just gonna end the podcast here. I've always been a night person. I'll literally work all night till like five in the morning. No shit. Yeah, and that's what I used to like to do. Um, but then I started talking to you and like I think like Ross, and you guys were like are really morning persons, and I'm not like a I'm not I'm not. Not a morning person, like um, I don't not grumpy or anything or whatever. Um, but like, just started seeing like how like I wanted to like rearrange my schedule a little bit, and not saying that it's anywhere near perfect or that it's like I don't stay up late at night or whatever. Um, but now I really do try to go to sleep at l- least by twelve, yeah, <laughs> as as opposed to like three thirty in the morning. Now I try to work at least throughout the day, and um, like when you would stay up late, what time would you start working? You know, and this is a thing that I, for some reason it's it's so weird. Um, I'll wake up early, like I'll wake up at like seven forty-five to eight, which is early for me. Yeah. Um, 
but it takes me forever to get going. I'll give myself a breakfast, then I'll work out, and I really won't start working on something like focused till after twelve. And, and this is when you're staying up late, or now? No, this is now. This is still, now. Okay. like, still, still now. Yeah. Um, and then I start to get like a really good stride after dinner time, and and I'll still work till like twelve. But back back when I was, you know, let's say working till like four or five, I would um, I would probably start at dinner time. Then I would like just work till four or five in the morning. And something. when would you decide I got to stop working and go to bed? Um, since I like to work digitally a lot, when you, when you work digitally, like you work in layers. So when I know that, like, um, let's just say, like my shadows are done on something. All right, cool. My shadows are done. Tomorrow, when I when I when I get back on it, I know that I have to start my my highlights or something like that. Right. Um, normally, when there's like a task that needs like a full like a like a, like a, a full amount of of, uh, of attention, um, then I'm like, okay, cool. I'll start fresh tomorrow on this now. Yeah. It's interesting. I do I do a similar thing where I wake up, I check emails, mess around on the computer, check the news, blah blah mm-hmm. blah for. Maybe an hour, mm-hmm. hour and a half, and then I go to the gym, mm-hmm. and then I come back home, and that at that point, it's ten o'clock, mm. and that's when I kind of start working on whatever I'm going to do that day. Um, I find that I have more cognitive energy that way. If I go through the day, and I'm running errands, and I'm talking on the phone, and I'm watching TV or doing whatever, I'm doing not working on creative stuff, video, music, what what have you. Then I'm spending my energy on those things. So when I get around to doing what I need to do, it's just way less of an impactful mind frame, mm-hmm, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how to describe it. The thing that I'm struggling with is I re- it, takes, it takes so long for me to feel really awake. Even after the gym? Or I guess after, my, after the gym and after my workout, I'm, I, I'm pretty good by that point. Now, but the only thing is that like, now I kind of need to like, Bring it down a little bit. Because I'm so like, <laughs> even to get to the gym, like beforehand, I'm like literally like just like so mellow. It's very, like very, like it's not bad. It's just not like, okay, gung ho, ready to work. It's and like when very, you, when you make, when you draw and do what you do, are you in a state that's in between that, that sort of melancholy, um, still sleepy? And like super juiced from the gym, is it an in between state? Of yeah, those yeah, two yeah, things yeah, yeah. That you're trying it has to get to be like. Well, not it doesn't have to be, but I like to be very focused in in the zone of 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 having that like artistic flow. Um, I don't. I, I I guess I am a creature of habit. Like I like to get things out of the way and clear. Like sometimes it's hard for me to like be like I know I have an appointment at this time. So I don't want to start drawing right now because I know I'm going to have to stop. Right, absolutely. I might as well just not even start. Yeah, I'd rather just not do it and not do anything till I'm done and get back with same. Them, you know? Get in that state and then yeah. you snap out of it yeah. and the next you can't get back into exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where do you think uh, all of the digital stuff is going? You said you did watercolors and stuff yeah. and yeah. different mediums mm-hmm. earlier. Do you think that there's going to be a time or is it currently this way where technology has caught up to the real world and you can almost emulate watercolor or a different type of medium on oh, digital? Yeah. If I wanted to, if I really wanted to, I could probably um, 
get all the textured brushes um, and get really close to watercolor. Um, there's even like ways to like have like build up, so like it looks like um, I went over it a few times on the same area with like watercolors, and mm-hmm. then it's now the part that's kind of hard is like, is it going to be printed like to look like that? Uh-huh. Um, we're still a ways from that, and I also think that um, in reality, it's one of those things that I don't think it's going to go there because if I want something to like watercolor, then I'll just do watercolor. It's not like the digital way is easier. So why not just do it? Why not just do it? You know. I wonder if that's because that's how you learned, and yeah. that there's definitely kids out there that are learning watercolor techniques yeah. with brushes yeah. and digital uh, format. Yeah. And they're not going to be able to paint watercolor. Yeah, they're yeah, going to be in, yeah. in the yeah, digital because, domain. Because you're right. Because like even like I did a um, I did a, a children's book. Gosh, it's already been like over a year, and it's still not out yet. Um, uh, you know, because of the publishing and everything. But I did a children's book for somebody in in New York, and um, the look that I wanted to go for was kind of like a watercolory, you know, kind of vibrant and simple, very simple, but kind of watercolory. And when I would color certain areas, like a grass area, I would do certain things to mimic a look. And this is digital form. This is digital, yeah, right. digital, yeah, yeah. Um, I would do something to mimic it. Now, if I was really drawing painting that, I wouldn't be doing that. Right. So, right. so if I didn't like, if I would have never known how to draw watercolor by hand, I wouldn't learn be able to learn. Digitally. You wouldn't know how to emulate. Yeah, it. It would, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go the other Which way. Which is insane to think about uh, in all respects of of creating art in the digital realm. Mm-hmm. Is we have this this completely new medium that's this mm-hmm. gigantic beast, you yeah, know? Yeah. And all these traditional methods yeah. have to be implemented into that. But if you just learn that first, you're not going to be able to go. It's that's a trick. That, that, that's that, a trick. Another thing that I'm slowly noticing is um, there's something that people have a connection with when something is hand done. When I first started doing um, posting work on, like online and stuff. When I would do digital stuff, I would I would literally um, send the file to my phone or something, and then post it from there, and that's it. So it would be like the actual image, you know, the full image. And now what I do is, if I'm going to post a digital image, I typically take a picture of my tablet, so you could see the tablet, uh-huh. you could see the 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 my, my pencil, my digital pencil, whatever you call it. Uh, my stylus, and you see like the whole workspace kind of, and people gravitate to that. Interesting. More than if I just put the whole file, like it's just a screenshot. Whole, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing is that, um, like lately, I've been um, really thinking. You know, it's important to just sketch. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter if it has a lot of meaning. If it's just just sketch and just practice. And I've been posting my my doodles and my sketches, and. Those have gotten so much more attention and more like reaction out of people. A forty-five to an hour sketch will get more reaction than a finished rendered digital piece. Wow, that's like completely done and whatever will get more reaction than that. So I think that there's like a connection that people like when it's like maybe like a medium more that they could uh, relate to. Yeah, people have held pencils. People have. Use paper. People have doodled, whether you're an artist or not. 
Um, but when I think when people see digital, sometimes maybe they don't relate to it as much. I don't know what it is. I just I think it tells a story. Yeah. If you see a uh, just a screenshot, you're just looking at the art. Mm-hmm. If you see the pencil and the the iPad, you can kind of put a story together in yeah. your head that that yeah. pencil and that iPad yeah, yeah, created yeah, that yeah, thing. Yeah. So it tells a little bit of a story. Yeah. Digital is is super important and it's like industry standard in a lot of ways like I mean it is mm-hmm. um, sketch or hand drawing stuff now is more just a starting point a lot of times um, and of course a practice and all that stuff but end result is normally digital now so it is important but um, like for instance the, I, I, I've done watercolors and I've even had a, a watercolor piece literally sell before I was finished with it online hmm. Um, that's not happened with like digital work. Really? So like people like that tangible, you know, hand drawn, hand painted stuff. They Absolutely. really like that. So yeah. that's cool. And you use Procreate? I use Procreate and on, an iPad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do use a lot of like um, Photoshop on a computer to to like mock up stuff for for prints or or any products that I'm making, but. Now with the iPad Pro and Procreate and how how the the software is just so so uh, advanced mm-hmm. that like I I really haven't really needed to like go and use like Photoshop full time yeah, anymore. I don't think you so, need to. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's it's literally changed the game for for illustrators. I think illustrators. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, well, I'm gonna wrap up, but I got one more question. All right. What is your ultimate goal with your art? My ultimate goal, I think that it's just overall trying to um, trying to just make an impact with my work. And um, I, I, I don't I don't know if it's truthful when, when artists say, "Oh, the art is for me." For me, it's never been for me. For me, it's because I want people to see my work. I want people to see my work. I want people to enjoy my work. I want um, I want people to feel something for my work, and I want more eyes to see my work. That's like basically what my goal is. Uh, whether that be from fan art to my original work to anything, that's 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 my goal. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. Thank you. Awesome, dude. Well, uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Much appreciated, and I'm sure I'll party with you again on this podcast dude (laughs) thanks thank you thank you cheers hey thank you guys for listening thank you ray for coming through chopping it up you can check out ray online at raypaez.com r-e-y-p-a-e-z.com or hit him up on social media at raypaezart connect with me online at super tight co on all major social media platforms Thank you for listening, everybody. Until the next one, keep it super tight.